Oh, got a little countdown here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Students Abroad Answer, where we delve in talking to students that are currently studying medicine and dentistry, mainly uh, taught in the English language across a bunch of different European countries. Uh, they're based from all over the world, and we want to hear their stories, their accounts, understand a bit more about the whole experience uh, and how it could benefit some of you out there. And this is brought to you by Medlink Students. Uh, today, uh, we have Aaron Joseph on the show with us, and he's going to be talking a little bit about his experience um, so far. Uh, Aaron has just uh, got started into medical school and is currently in his first year in Georgia. Aaron, nice to have you on the show. Thank you for having me, Tom. It's been a pleasure um, letting me have this opportunity. Yes, yeah, and we were just talking before, weren't we, about how you're really looking forward to sharing this experience and uh, helping people who are, were in the similar position as you before. Yes, exactly. Um, I wouldn't want anyone to feel as if though they can't have this opportunity, so um, I'd love to share my experience. Great. So uh, if you can start by telling us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, um, and what's kind of led you into pursuing medicine. Um, I'm 19 years old, I'm originally from the south of India, um, a state called Kerala, um, and I haven't always like lived in the same place. My family loves traveling a lot. Um, so although I was born in India, I moved to um, Newcastle in England, um, Newcastle upon Tyne. We lived there for a couple of years, and then after around four, seven, seven years, sorry, um, we decided we didn't want to live there anymore. So we moved to New Zealand all the way over to the other side of the world and lived there for another like six, seven years, decided we wanted to come back. And then here, um, I've been in the UK in, in a place called Stoke-on-Trent uh, near Manchester um, since from year nine all the way um, down to year 13, where I finished my schooling. Um, uh, and then came um, like the point where I had to choose my career path. And um, I've always had like a, a, sci a strong science background. I've always been good in science. So um, I did have um, an idea that I wanted to do medicine, but unfortunately I didn't get into um, a medicine in the UK, which I wanted to, pre I preferred to. Um, then actually a family friend of mine said uh, recommend who already was studying in Georgia over here in in in, in Tbilisi Medical Academy um, said why not come over here it's great here and I, I'm, I'm sure you'd love it it's almost the same as the um, it's, it's different to the UK but um, it's a challenge it's, it's challenging and um, all of the um, people here are lovely you'd you'd love it so um Fantastic. I thought about this. yeah and and uh going back a little bit before we start going a lot into georgia which i'm sure a lot of people are listening and wanting to hear about um but let's hear about what was it that made you really want to get into medicine was there a decisive moment or is it just sort of something that's always been there um actually in 2018 like a couple of years ago we went on a holiday to um back home in kerala and unfortunately, that was a time where floods hit the state. 
So mm-hmm. I was kind of trapped in that um, in in my house, and unfortunately, wow. yeah, it it was an experience. Unfortunately, I can imagine um, the the water didn't like it. It did kind of flood our house, but not to the extent of other people. Like some people, it completely submerged their houses, and that caused a lot of like divide. That caused um, lo- loads of chaos, as you can imagine. Um, the government kind of like set up these camps where um, they requested like any doctors or any like healthcare professionals that they could treat to them um, and, and help them in any way. Um, so my uncle, um, he's a he's a doctor, and the government called him to like come to one of the camps that was close to our home, and he said, and my uncle said like basically come along, let me show you what we, what I'm gonna do. And when I was there, I heard like the the screams of people in in pain and suffering and how they were frantic. And um, basically they they didn't know what they were doing because they were in so much pain. Um, When my uncle attended to them and and treated them, I could I could see the pain basically go away from them, I, and I wanted to make like emulate what he did, and by pursuing um, a career in medicine and and becoming a doctor myself. So just observing um, the change in people's attitudes and how he reassured them, um, kind of, um, what was the turning point in what um, in why I wanted to pursue medicine basically. That's incredible. Um, I've heard so many stories before, as you can imagine, I I speak to so many medical students and and so many people looking to study medicine. Um, And I hear of these things all around the world. And I think sometimes it it takes something like that to give you that level of dedication, you know, students, especially students who they don't make it the easy way initially, you know, straight into the school of their choice. But in order to actually go and study abroad, they have to have one of these big impactful events that i mean you can probably remember that like it was yesterday right yeah it, it was so like big of a, a a moment like i can i can still feel like and, and hear the screams basically it's it's very palpable yeah and i suppose that's what's helped you to carry on and every time you face rejection with applications you've just carried on through it did you apply was it one time in the uk Oh, um, I actually wanted to had like ambitious um, ambitions um, in the UK. Uh-huh. I wanted to um, go to UCL, um, but then after that rejection, the first rejection, and many rejections after that, um, I kind of, I kind of, the first time it didn't as you would imagine. The first time, I kind of took it really um, to heart, and I, I thought I couldn't. Oh, it's done. It's over for me. But I I went like I got some help. Um, I told my parents. I told um, got help from my school, my sixth form, and they were like happy, so happy to help me. They they would they were said, um, it's not the end of the world, Aaron. You shouldn't give up. This is um, this is just the start of um, a path um, for um, for medicine. It's not always going to be easy. So I'm so glad to hear that. Because with so many uh, different schools and experiences that I hear from students, uh, so many have that in their mindset that if I can't get into medicine, 
uh, in the UK, I'm not capable. I'm not smart enough to do medicine. I'm not disciplined enough to do medicine. Um, did you at any point feel that way as well before having that support? Yes. Um, actually, as my my route to medicine wasn't just from A to B. It was always up, there was like a lot of ups and downs. And a major down was that um, I doubted myself, my ability to um, pursue this passion and, my, and did I have it in me, basically. Um, so much so to the point that um, I actually joined TMA in March after um, the September intake. So basically, I um, did my A-levels. So this is uh, Tbilisi Medical Academy in Georgia, for those listening. Yes. We all call it TMA, so it's so normal for us, but for people listening, they might not have heard of the university so far. Yeah. Um, So I did complete my A-levels in 2021 um, in September. So um, I didn't know what I was going to do at that point after getting rejected um, from the UK universities. So I heard that from a friend that TMA was doing March intakes as well. So I went ahead and applied. It was easy process to do. Um, and then I started the course. It's online. Um, I did a, f- a few months um, at the university um, online. And then I said to myself, uh, that doubt that I had, um, that self-doubt, it kind of got the better of me. And um, I decided to take a break. I, I paused. Um, my student status for um, a couple of months and then the student committee uh, or the, the the teachers they told me um, to think about it and um, if you want you can come back so I took a break um, and then in, se- in September later that year um, I decided to come back so here what I was am. Uh... Yeah, during that time, um, so just, yeah, recap there. So you didn't get into to the UK, and obviously that had a big effect on you, I imagine, um, having, you know, those rejections, as it does with so many students. It's such a difficult process that you go through, and the feedback they give is very limited on why you don't get the places, and it can, you know, lead to a very unhealthy mindset to, uh, to develop within someone's mind when it comes to medical school. Um, obviously you had all of that going on in your head and you still decide, okay, um, I'm going to go and start at this school in March. They're going to let me do a few of the classes online to begin with as Georgia was allowing at that time. Um, so you started that, what kind of doubts and, and what things were going through your head at that point when you were doing those classes? Cause I guess you were just what, all on your own in a room on your laptop doing your studies. Yeah. Um, when I first came to Georgia in March in, in May, um, I was living by myself and, um, with all these like self, um, doubt, um, thoughts and, and it was very consistent, uh, persistent thoughts. Um, I constantly had the, um, or the feeling that I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, take it anymore. Um, but what really helped me, um, was the reassurance of the TMA like staff and and, and teachers? Um, well, 
I had like loads of like what if thoughts. Um, what what if I didn't pass mm-hmm. this exam? What yeah? What if I didn't? Um, Dangerous thoughts. Yeah, and that's not a very um, good place to be in. But there is always hope at the end of the like. There's always light at the end of the tunnel. Um, so if you want help, basically, you should ask for it. You shouldn't be afraid to ask for help. That's what um, I would say. That's what get got. So me that's out. what that's what got you out of it. So you, you you took a little break from it. You kind of gathered your thoughts. You asked the right people for support, and then you got started on it all again. Yeah, um, basically, yeah. Um, I think resilience in medical school is a very important. Um, aspect to have especially as doctor you're not always gonna um, have success in treatment of the patient and when you and you're it's kind of inevitable I would say Um, and dealing I I mean learning to deal um, with failure or rejection is is key to self-growth I'd say and this um, like learning this early on um, it's really helped me grow as a person and I'm sure it's going to help me grow as a doctor. Great. Well, thank you so much for sharing the, this insight because these are things, if you're listening now and you're thinking about applying to medical school, note these points down because this is something that Aaron's had to go through a tough time to determine and to find for himself. Um, but now you're on, as you said, you found the light, you're on the brighter end of it now. So tell yeah. us what was it like uh, rejoining onto the course properly in September? Um, well, coming to a new country as um, anyone who would uh, go to a different country to study abroad, um, always always difficult with the language, new language, new culture. It's um, very different when you're not moving with family as well, isn't it? I bet you saw a big difference sort of going on your own this time. Yes, it hit me hard when my dad left me. Like, um, he just was there for a couple of days. Told me I could set for so I could settle in. Um, but then when he left me, it really hit me. Yeah. Um, but what helped me there, um, eventually was making friends, making connections. Um, because when you're down, they are there. They are going to be there to help you, like, um, get back to square one. So. Um, when you come, when you come here to Georgia, um, you should make, well, it, it's, everyone's in the same boat as you. Everyone's, um, in that uncertainty that, oh, will I make new friends? Um, I've come to a new country, learning the language and it's not, it doesn't help that Georgia, Georgian is like, it's a unique language. It doesn't have like any connection to um, other ones, but again connections with friends um making like these like study groups that's what's going to get you through medical school so um yeah that familial connection and especially in TM, in Tbilisi medical academy um that's what we can provide here because they do a lot don't they at the school for you to kind of bring the community together you were talking before to us about like uh, the sports clubs and the events Yes, um, there are many clubs you can join here. I've myself have joined sports club, um, chess as well. I, I'm I'm into chess. Um, so all of these like extracurricular activities um, they provide because medicine it's not all about just studying. 
it's all about that um, work-life balance, as countless other people have said. Um, we also have a first aid um, emergency like club. So if you want to um, hone in on, on, on those skills, we have the opportunity here, um, as well as art, arts and music. Um, we have that as well. And what things have you found in particular that have been useful for you when you're doing that, that work-life balance, that study, social life balance? What's been kind of the, the best things for you out of all of these different options? Um, well, me and my friends, we, um, we play football every week, every weekend, um, apart from, aside from the, the, the club. Um, so we get to kind of practice beforehand and, and get these like competitive exercise of competitive natures and not only yeah, medicine, yeah, very good sports. So there's always that. Um, the physical activity as well is such an essential thing, isn't it? To yes. keep the spirits high, keep your energy going. Yeah, it, it does wonders for the mind and telling you like, just that fresh air, um, getting your body moving. So. fantastic oh, it's, it's so good that you have that opportunity and i'm always saying to students uh, yes the location is very important but the most important thing is that you find a good community and wherever you go to if you're going somewhere with an international community of students as long as you really put yourself out there in the beginning you're going to make some really great friendships do you feel like that's something that you didn't do as much the first time when you came sort of in in the may yeah that's my first mistake um i think it was made harder because of the covid restrictions so we didn't actually of course um yeah communicate with them in person it was just all online but having like that in-person interaction and having other people from the uk as well um over here in tma um it really like brought a piece of home to me like you, you could relate with them uh from uh, like experiences it's not all foreign so um yeah that's what made like all of us realize that georgia it's really like a, a multicultural country um everyone's welcoming everyone's like warm-hearted um yeah everyone's helpful fantastic and i know obviously you you've been focusing mainly on your studies and, and having a bit of fun here and there are there any kind of touristy experiences that you've been able to have yet in georgia or, or in the capital tbilisi yes um well last week i went to i walked to waterfall like that's how amazing like tbilisi and, and georgia is you can walk um, walked to a waterfall from the capital yeah. city <laughs> there's only like 15 20 minute walk but um, okay nice yeah uh and then there's this statue called the mother of georgia which um you can access by cable car and it's like in the middle of a mountain and it's wonderful i'm telling you because it's like this giant statue um in the middle of a mountain and just breathing that fresh air is something else and yeah i've i've explored a lot of mountains before and um 
the the air is one of the best things it's so pure and again something to do in between studies having the opportunity to just 15 minute walk here or a 10 minute cable ride journey this way and you're up in that kind of air and it's so fresh yeah and you, you'd never get that in a lot of places in the uk you'd struggle to get something like that exactly yeah that's what i like about um tbdc um it's just like a city but it's surrounded by mountains so or I, I'd consider myself a, a country guy <laughs> and coming to Tbilisi, a city, um, well, on the uh, uh, face value, I was kind of, that's what was um, one of my concerns, like how would I adapt to the city? But just like actually exploring um, Tbilisi and seeing that you can have the best of both worlds here. You can have a city and uh, the countryside, the mountains and, and and stuff like that um it really like opened my eyes like it's not just black and white city or countryside you can have both as a gray yeah and from from the traveling that you've done and the different places you've lived in can you really compare georgia to somewhere else or is it completely kind of unique i'm thinking maybe new zealand i haven't done much of new zealand so i'm not sure but yeah uh, new zealand um it was no, I said Georgia is like a unique experience, a unique country, because um, as we know, um, Georgia is, is in the middle of like a blend between Europe and Asia. And those cultures come together um, just to produce this unique country called Georgia. And mm-hmm. um, I just love um, and this blend in cultures because um it's so welcoming. It's so diverse. It's so accepting of, of, of these different cultures. And, and like, it's got, you can, t- you see the influences um, from all over the world and it, it's a unique experience from all the, like all the countries I've visited. I'd say it's probably one of the best. Yeah. It's kind of right in the center, isn't it? You've yeah. got kind of the, eastern countries you've got russia you've got turkey you've got europe and it's kind of right in the middle it's got a perfect blend of everything yeah. and it just kind of sits there as a, a neutral country accepting everyone because that's another thing the whole process of actually getting there it's not like european countries where you have to go through visa processes especially for you know uk citizens but a lot of other citizens as well in a lot of countries they don't have to go through the same kind of rigorous visa processes Although just to make it clear, I know for some countries, they still do have to. Um, it's not open easily for everyone, but compared to other countries, um, it's a lot more of an open border kind of policy. Um, and it's great to see because they are uh, they are quite a touristy country now, aren't they? There's a lot of history and a lot of culture there. Um, lots of things like that to explore. Have you been fortunate enough yet to do any kind of museums or, or anything like that? Um I have not, um, unfortunately, because I've, I've been cramped up in work. But of course, yeah, <laughs> we we are not forgetting you're a medical student. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've seen like the fortresses and and like the rich history Georgia has to offer. It's it's very like well kept. It's well preserved because you can see like um, churches and 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 synagogues from like fifth century. Um, uh, don't quote me on the, the history but it, it's don't very worry old. we won't <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's well kept i'd say it's a country with a rich history and it's really yeah. cool you can see you can see that you're able to see it even in the 21st century 
Absolutely. Without even learning that much about it, I guess just being able to go around and experience it. If you've ever got a bit of time off, you can just go around, find a nice coffee shop and have a coffee or a tea and just enjoy all the sights and having all that historical buildings around. It's something I, I enjoy as well, being here in Bulgaria. Um, it's quite similar. They've got a lot of history and a lot of culture. Um, and it's really nice just to just to be around it, just to kind of in, enjoy it within that atmosphere. And um, let's talk a little bit more about uh, your actual schooling and your lessons at uh, Tbilisi Medical Academy. How's it been for you so far? It's been it's been great. Um, that, that's like one of the, the words that I'd used to, to say, like sum it up. Um, TMA, it's like they're very open to change. Um, and that's what I think a uni that listens to their students is a, a, a sign, like a mark of a really good university. Um, so like just um, a couple of weeks ago, um, well, actually, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, we, um, our teachers ask us, like, what can we do to improve? Like, are there any um, suggestions um, and that you'd like to contribute for the class? And mm -hmm. that involvement um, of students um, with, with the teachers, like more, more student involved um, makes, it's sort of like a positive for, for, for this university because in, I know in other universities, um, it's just basically, the lecturer just tells you what to do and you do it but having this involvement really makes you think that um you're, you're part of something big and you have control of um control of how the university work, works which is something really important yeah i mean we we work with so many universities and we have done for many many years now and uh, universities, they have their systems and they like to keep to their systems. And usually it's nothing to do with the student. They've got their processes. They've been doing them for a long time and they're happy with it. And most students are, are OK with that. But sometimes it can be a bit tough. Sometimes there might be things that are very old fashioned now. And it's like, come on, we're in 2023 now. Let's change things around. Let's improve things. You know, look at where we are with technology and with everything else. There's so many things we can change. So it's great. And you're not the first person I've heard this from, you know, about TMA having this kind of um, attitude towards development, you know, looking to the students and saying, look, how are you finding things? What can we do to improve and develop? Um, and it just seems to make for a, a very supportive, well-nurturing school you know, that's uh, really helping its students to thrive in such a difficult qualification. Yeah. And so what would you say is uh, something that you found, let's say, challenging um, during some of your classes? Um, challenging. Uh, I'd say... Maybe a specific subject or a test or anything anatomy i i the mean, big one most most medical students would say that um well why would we have to memorize all of these um it, it's such it, it's like it, it's such a tedious process it's it's very long and that is something I, i've struggled with um for 
well for how long i've been doing this course and okay let's just very quickly what uh what advice would you give uh to someone who's about to start medical school when it comes to anatomy classes now you've been through it with the power of hindsight what would you <laughs> what advice would you give yourself um well always just be resilient with the information um you're, you're being presented it, um, anatomy is a lot of memorization and sometimes you don't want to do it but you have to do it so you just have to like um tell yourself you're doing this so that you can treat your patient better and if you basically if you know the anatomy well the, the foundation is there then you can be um, a, a good doctor in the, in the long run and just keep reminding yourself um you're doing this for a cause you're not doing this just just so that you can memorize some uh, some like the parts of the human body um you, you're doing this for the betterment of of people uh, uh, the betterment of you as a doctor yeah i think that sums up how to make yourself resilient really isn't it and have that discipline is by having those motivating factors behind you and remembering you know, why you're doing this and looking at the bigger picture how important would you say that's been for you oh it's been one of the key like factors in into making me who I am today, um, being resilient as a doctor. Um, as I said before, you're not going to have um, like all the patients you encounter. It's not always going to go your way. And being able to be resilient, um, even in the face of like adversity, um, it's going to make you stronger. It's it's going to make you more disciplined, and um just being able to not give up even in, in, in times of challenge um it's gonna make you grow um and, and that's very important as, as a doctor absolutely absolutely and what would you say how's the university helped you with these challenges um they've been like very open um in, t in terms of support if i have a doubt uh, my teachers um they would um help me in any way they could um for anatomy especially um when i didn't do so well in in the first um midterm exam my teacher i asked my teacher for help and he sent me these um th this powerpoint um because i st struggled with like diagrams and, la and labeling them and where they were um, so he sent me like a PowerPoint with um, and these like diagrams for um, so I could label them, and that helped me so much. Um, so that I, I just practiced them like every every day for like two weeks, and now I can I can label those diagrams like from the, like the back of my mind in the back of my hand. Mm -hmm. So um, just asking for help and and um, those these teachers have really helped me um and um responded to my like need like plea for help basically good and they've responded with some innovative ways some way that what you hadn't thought about before that helped you yeah. you know a little activity to help you memorize it exactly yeah that's what i like about tma fantastic and of course anatomy and memorizing as as exciting as these things are um another thing that i know people are going to want to hear about is the clinical side of things um 
now i know with tma they do actually give you early access which is quite rare for a university and having some clinical experience have you been able to have any of those experiences yet yourself um we had a um a biochemistry lab um a couple of a week ago and we were fortunate enough to see like um how we could test for blood glucose um so that's some sort of clinical exposure we had we also um went to a an infectious diseases clinic um little little over a month ago um and then uh i had the opportunity to actually go into a, a georgian hospital and see how it was um i, I could compare um the differences in standards and policies um from like let's say uk hospital and it was very interesting to say the least um so having i can imagine yeah did it help to kind of motivate you through the studies um yeah um i it kind of did because it it kind of tells me that um i'm not studying all of this again for nothing i'm, I'm going to be working in this environment and and seeing it um this early on does motivate me and and remind me that i'm not doing it for nothing yeah yeah and tell us a bit more what what kind of things did you get to experience when you went to the hospital um it wasn't that much because uh, i'm guessing um it was because we are just first semester students oh, um, of course only just getting started but uh, yeah. as i said people usually they don't get to see the inside of a hospital for three years in medical school <laughs> so being able to even step inside the front door um, within a student capacity uh in your first semester is um is exciting for people to hear yes um and i got to wear my first like lab coat session first white lab coat i actually got to use it in the in the biochem mystery like um lab um mm -hmm. so when i when i first like actually um wore it that's when i said oh i'm in medical school now like it, it kind of hit me <laughs> that lab coat. you got the you got the lab coat on yeah that's an iconic yeah. part isn't it yeah <laughs> I bet that was a pretty satisfying feeling after all of the things you've been through and having that phase where you were a bit down and kind of in a ditch and making it back out and then being able to get to that point. It was, it was really, yeah. Fantastic. And what other things have you, would you say have stood out about your school experience so far? Um, well, I'd say... Uh, about, um, I'd say, just to put you on the spot a little bit. <laughs> uh, the um, like extracurricular activities that that like TMA has to offer. Well, we talked about that, but um, I like maybe just a, a combination of it all yeah the labs the clinical experience the extracurriculars you fit quite a lot in just to one semester yeah yeah have well, you had any time to sleep um <laughs> not well i i do try to like balance um like gym and and everything in but um i have 
my, my sleeping schedule hasn't been the best so far um as and like most medical students would say um but one thing i do like that georgia has to offer is um countless like walking trails i do like hiking I like walking um and just being able to um go out and about really like um it really like satisfies my soul i'd say <laughs> anything other than I, like medicine of course yeah when you're when you're caught in classrooms and doing all your homework and studies in the evenings being able to go out in that fresh air and as you said before having that experience it's um it's phenomenal it's very lucky to to be able to get that did you were you aware of kind of the experiences that you'd have before you went or you know what was kind of going through your head before all of all of the whole process of going um well uh because you said you had a friend didn't you and your friend had kind of told you a bit about it did you get much of an idea from them or was a lot of it kind of new things to discover oh uh, most of them were like new because she just told it was just like basically a phone conversation and she told me what the uni was and how the teaching style was i really liked how she said um it was a small um a small university a small university with like small teaching groups and what really attracted me towards it was um basically i didn't want um a, a university with like 500 600 students um per cl- like per class i wanted that um sort of teacher to student ratio being high so like I, mm-hmm. I wanted to have um that kind of bond with the teacher and 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 that teacher kind of viewing me as a person instead of like just an, another student um like just another number so um that's kind of um what i got from the phone call um interesting so that was the initial thing that made you think okay this place could be for me is when you found out that you were going to have a lot of interaction with the teacher it was going to be a very engaging type of place yeah it's good that you had the right determination some people they choose somewhere because the weather's nice or because they (laughs) think it's a, a nice pretty country that they've seen on tv or something but you're going with the right intentions there you were looking at the the correct things to look at i would say and it's paid off for you right you've had a lot of support a lot of engagement it has it honestly has um just going into this community this i'd say family here in tma um because we're all looking out for each other um we all want each other to become like the best doctors we can be so um it really is something special we have here fantastic i'm so glad that it's all paid off for you in the end um you've gone through all of that hard work all of that effort but eventually you you've got there and uh, what would you say you're looking forward to most now in georgia and with tma um i'd say getting my hands on in, in like clinical exposure um like doing first i think we're going to do like cpr or like catheter insertions and i just love love to get my hand um like hands-on experience get in on it yeah of course 
And definitely because you you want to go into potentially surgery, you were mentioning before, weren't you? Yes. Um, and I know it's like opposite sides of the spectrum, but either surgery or psychiatry. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm not sure yet. But um, yeah, I'm keeping my op- options open and I'm just going to see where where this takes me, What um, if, whether I change my mind or not. Of course, I'm sure you're going to have lots of experiences that are going to influence you both ways. Um, I'm sure you've spoken to your professors about it as well and, and kind of shown them your interest because they're always going to open up new avenues for you and, and give you experiences based on that. So, yeah, uh, yeah fantastic. Um, I wish you all the best with it, Aaron. I hope we get to hear about things soon. Um, I hope we get to get some more details and kind of watch your journey together. And we'll definitely bring you on the show again if if you'd be happy to. I'd love to, Tom. It's been a pleasure um, talking to you and and sharing my experiences. And I'd love to do uh, to update you on what um, TMA has um, offered me again. So. Thank you. Thank you. If you were to just to finish off, if you were to give one little piece of advice uh, to students listening now that are kind of on the fence and wondering, you know, about what to do next, what would you say? What's your advice? I've said this um, before in, in, in um, the last hour, um, but that's fine. I still stand yeah, strong by strongly by it. It's to never give up. Just be resilient and um, trust your instinct. Um, like I did, I, if you need a break, you can take it, just take your time and make sure, um, you have a reason you want to study medicine and it's just not like, you know, um, going with the flow. So, um, never give up, I'd say. Aaron studying at Tivoli Medical Academy. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for telling us about your beginnings, uh, the middles, the ends, and potentially looking into the future as well. Uh, We're so happy to have heard from you. Um, And for all of you listening, um, if you want to comment, if you want to ask any questions, leave them in the comments below. Um, We're happy to go through and and ask anything. If you enjoyed this, uh, please consider subscribing so you can hear back from Aaron at some point in the future when we have him on next, but also a bunch of other students, professors, doctors, dentists, you name it. Um, we're going to be getting as many people as we can on this show just to try and give you guys at home the best insight into what it's really like to study abroad, uh, you know, with medicine and dentistry in these countries. Uh, but thanks again for listening. This is another episode of Students Abroad Answer, and we'll see you in the next one. Thank you.